0: Today is Thursday, April 25th, 2019, and this is Radio Wave. This is Radio Wave with your host, a friend of Mechigoria.
1: There used to be a song out, or there was a song out that says you're gonna miss this. What will it be like when we have the twenty-fifth come around and we'll never hear again our Lay's words fresh? What does it mean today to be walking through this Thursday, April twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, and get a message directly from heaven? No different than what we see in great biblical moments in history. Abraham, Moses, Elijah, all these things that happened in the past. We're in a biblical moment and we're dulled and we're insensitive to that of what's happening right in front of us. When do you realize those things the most? When you miss it. And of course the song, You're going to miss this. You want to be creating memories, history in your heart, what you did today, how you looked at this, how you applied it, how you spread it, which creates something 20 years from now you can reflect back on and know you're a part of a plan to change the direction of the world. It's that big. You say, okay, I always say that. How many times have you heard a teacher teach you that? It's repetitive. You say, well, our lady's message is repetitive. I'm repetitive. No, I'm telling you in a new perspective, a new way to see it. If you look at the tree in the field from the roadside and you walk a quarter around, you see a different view. Same tree. You go another quarter around, you're behind the tree. You see the same tree, but it's a different perspective. You go one more time, quarter around, that's a full view, that last fourth one, but it's a different perspective. Same tree. You've got to dissect these messages. You have to enter into them. You have to understand them. You have to pray. You can't comprehend these messages by words. No matter what you read, say,s you must pray to comprehend these messages. Otherwise, you don't. How much time will you spend on this message today and tomorrow and next week, the whole month? You need to dedicate a whole month to this. And the second's coming behind this. None of us spend enough time on this. This is biblical in the sense of what it says in the very last words of the Bible about the trees producing fruit twelve times a year, once each month. The twenty fifth is the tree. The second of the month given medicines is the fruit. When you wake up and you see this, you're going to say, I wish I was paying more attention to what was happening. And when people ask you this, if you're young, 50 years from now, they're going to ask you what you were doing. What? I was on the computers. I was on the cell phones. What are those things? Why are they going to say what are those things? Because the world's going to change. You think this is going to stay with us? You think we're going to keep these things? You're not reading the messages. Our lady says something very important today, and it's about the future, it's about the present, and it's about the past. But she wants us to live now for the future so that when the future happens, we won't have to change. We've already changed in the presence. We ought to be living prophetically. The messages are prophetically. It's telling us what to do before everybody else will be forced to do it. And these are the words of our lady today.
2: Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's April 25th, 2019 monthly message. Dear children, this is a time of grace, a time of mercy for each of you. Little children, do not permit that the wind of hatred and peacelessness rule in you and around you. You little children are called to be love and prayer. The devil wants peacelessness and disorder, but you little children, be the joy of the risen Jesus, who died and resurrected for each of you. He conquered death to give you life, eternal life. Therefore, little children, witness and be proud that you have resurrected in him. Thank you for having responded to my call.
1: We have so many people who are lost, completely lost, and even many of them thinking they follow in Christ. And maybe they'll be granted a lot of mercy because that's what our lady said today, because they're ignorant, because we have people completely educated in the wrong way. We've been indoctrinated. It's why our lady said, do not believe lying voices. So how do you know what to do not to believe Which ones are the lying voices? We're hearing from people in the Medjugorje world that are so off-base in what they've been indoctrinated with that they still do not see. And of course, our lady's going to straighten that out in the future. But you can see through the truth now. You can identify lying voices now. And they're everywhere. Our lady alludes to that. Do not permit the wind of hatred and peacelessness rule in you and around you. We have people spewing out hatred. And the devil, what he wants to do is to make us react against them instead of loving them. And loving them doesn't mean that we agree with them, that we tolerate what they're saying, we're accepting. No, we got to rebuke them. Love is to do what is necessary to convict them. In the book of Philippians, Paul's speaking, and he says about breaking with the past. And the Medjugorje people are growing with our lady's messages and doing what she's saying, but they're not breaking with the past. They still got these mentalities. Paul says, beware of unbelieving dogs. That sounds pretty harsh. Is that love? Is that being mean? Would that cause the snowflakes today to melt? Yeah, Paul said that. Beware of unbelieving dogs. Watch out for the workers of evil. Be on guard against those who mutilate. He's referring to the Jews who wants to keep what their traditions were. And what the Jews called the Gentiles back then was dogs. And Paul, the Christian, reverses that and calls the Jews a dog's. Do we call the left dogs? It would be the equivalent if we said that. But there are many people that act like dogs. They're spewing hatred. They want to rule over us and all around us. And I didn't say Satan. She said something today really very profound. She said the devil. She didn't say Satan. The devil wants peacelessness and disorder. These are what these people are about. And they've indoctrinated people so much so that even we have this, those who may be next to you. And what does the devil want us to do is to turn against them. Their wind of their hatred and peacelessness, which means disorder, and disorder means a mess. The mesonomic show this morning started off without knowing the message about we're in a mess. This is a mess. The whole world's a mess. The family's a mess. Go back and listen to that. And our lady says this word, which means a mess. When our lady says the devil wants peacelessness and disorder, that disorder means mess. And so it is before we hear the message, we speak about a mess. And that's where we are. The point I want to make to you on this is regarding our lady saying, when this peacelessness, this hatred, this wind blows by, do not let it permit you to turn against them. Yes, they act like dogs. We can outright say that. But we don't say with hate. We want them to be convicted. And Ray says, you little children are called to be love and prayer. But that doesn't mean to be a sissy. That doesn't mean a pacifist. We are to call them down and accept them and convict them. And in other words, the reaction of us, those in the light, are to expose those of not of the light or to expose what those who don't walk in the light of the evil that they're doing. And no matter what that evil is, that doesn't excuse us that we're not to wish for the good. And how do you wish for the good? You pray for them. That's what's commanded by our lady. That's what's commanded by the Bible. And we don't want no harm to come to them. We pray that way. What happens when God answers those prayers for your enemies and you really put out love that you want them to be convicted and changed? Things go wire for them. What happens in conversion of somebody who's in the dark? Usually catastrophe brings them to the knees. We see this over and over. Something happens. They get cancer. They lose a child. They get a divorce. Their family breaks up. They lose everything. Their whole life falls apart. So when you're praying for somebody and praying for your enemy, Many times, and you're not to delight that, their life will become very difficult and even fall apart. And what happens? Your enemy gets good things from that. They bring into to conversion. It happens over and over. The three secrets about that, the other secrets coming and suffering, is all about these things. To bring us to our knees. You bring your enemies to your knees. And then they accept God. So you didn't pray for something bad for them. You pray for the good. And often something bad happens to them. And it brings them to conversion. This is the principle that happens over and over. We see people come to the field. We've spoken about this through years. People who have never come here suddenly got some kind of verdict. They lost a child. Whatever happened, and suddenly they're here to pray. We need to be praying for our enemy. We do not let them to rule over us. Our lady gave a message, August 2nd, 2011. And it's profound. In essence, it says, independently you cannot fight the evil that wants to govern and destroy the whole world. That's globalization. That's what's happening in Washington. That's what's happening with all this peacelessness and all this hatred. That wants to rule over you and around you and cause disorder. They want the destruction of the whole world. That's the devil's plan. She says it clearly. The devil wants peacelessness and disorder, but you little children be the joy of the risen Jesus who died and resurrected for each of you. He conquered. See, they want to conquer. What does that mean? Rule over you. He conquered Jesus death to give you life. And when they crash and they fall, they'll come to you. Before Paul became a Christian, He was calling the Christians the dogs too. He changed sides. He influenced most of the New Testament. So we want these people. At the same time, we may not like what they're doing. We got a feedback. Chris Murphy says, Mezagory, the name of the demonic spirit. This is the worst demon worshiping I've ever seen. Shame on all of you and spreading for this around. This is a Christian. Where did this come from? Q-Book is going to avenues of Delivered Our Lady, the past who have never heard about Medjugorje, who don't know. And you say, well, this is horrible. Here's Chris Murphy. And she writes this out and said it's a demonic spirit and demon worshiping. Well, you know what's going to happen when the secrets come out? She's going to know the name of Medjugorje. And people wonder why some of the methods we do, we care that they Hear the word Medjugorje even if they think it's demonic, because time is on our side. And if they heard this, even if they rejected it, and then the first secret comes out, they're already going to be familiar with it. We are getting and hearing from people that do not and would never have heard of Medjugorje without the Q book, without ain't going to happen, without look what happened while you were sleeping, without they fired the first shot 2012. And many other books and writings we've put out. We're looking to get in everywhere. And we're content if they don't convert. But they know about Medjugorje. And look what happened when Sleepin sleeping. Had an Amish bishop passing it out because it was so tangible to what they go through in their agricultural life. That's innovative, that's proactive. And this is why I say when I see this, that we are the worst demon worshippers this girl's ever seen. Shame on all of you spreading this around. Obviously, she's a believer, but not in Medjugorje, except as a devil. But we've introduced Medjugorje to her. We'll lead the rest up to that. President Trump said one time, he says, I'll take positive press and I'll take negative press. Both works toward a goal. All this means you need to hold on to Medjugorje. Be a holdout. Our life is about holdout. Our lady's telling us that. But you, little children, be the joy of the risen Jesus who died and resurrected for each of you. See what she's doing? Hold out. You just do what you're supposed to do. People are going to reject it. They're going to reject me. But you don't stop spreading the messages. And find new ways to spread the messages down new avenues. Even freeways. Whatever may cause the seed to be planted for the future, it doesn't have to start grow now. But their sorrows, their difficulties, the results of the secrets will give their tears on that seed and it starts sprouting. You need to live futuristic. You need to think futuristic. Millions of people have gone through the most atrocious education systems. They're warped. They're ignorant. They're even stupid. They're dumbed down. It's perverted the way they think. But that doesn't stop us to keep going with Medjugorje. Green light Medjugorje 2019. Keep that in your head. We announced that in January. We're going to continue with that. This thinking is a sad thing because so many people are filled with danger for the future. When we have hope, we have the life, the risen Christ. You hold out. All our ladies' people are to be holdouts. We started Caritas almost 33 years ago. Here we are headed to 40 years of apparitions. You be strong, you hold out, and you keep praying for the coming generations will understand the work it took to build this nation and our people and our church.
0: Yeah, I'm a hold out. I don't change the way I am just cause it's Wednesday. Cause all the trends that we got now Will one day go away But what I'm rooted in Never will They call us holdouts Working hard to see our marriage go the distance So all the kids that we're all raising up here with us Will fear the Lord And I'm praying that the coming generation Will understand the work it took to build this nation Cause I can shake you with the truth Or I can show you what to do Pick up that Bible, turn off the news And love your neighbor Throw away all those regrets And call your mama while you can Don't give up just cause it seems so hard right now Get back up when you get knocked into the ground Just like a holdout Yeah, I'm a holdout Yeah, you're a holdout Loving someone who may not deserve your love Maybe one day all your prayers will wake them up and the blind will see. Here's to the holdouts, building up your new small business from the ground. So ten years later it'll hit you hard like, wow, you finally made it. And I'm praying that the coming generation. Understand the work it took to build this nation Cause I can shake you with the truth Or I can show you what to do Pick up that Bible, turn off the news And love your neighbor Throw away all those regrets And call your mama while you can Don't give up just cause it seems so hard right now Get back up when you get knocked into the ground Just like a horse I can shake you with the truth Or I can show you what to do Pick up that Bible, turn off the news And love your neighbor Throw away all those regrets And call your mama while you can Don't give up just cause it seems so hard right now Get back up when you get knocked into the ground Just like a hole.
1: Many a people will wake up in the future. It's gonna be a great awakening. And all those things we print out, all those who are against Mezigoria, those who don't know Mezigoria, they'll find something that we put out years ago, that will shake them with the truth to help bring them to Our Lady. The whole world will. That's the plan, and it will happen.
2: When this message came out, I was really excited and waiting to hear what Our Lady said, knowing that it was going to be between Easter and the Feast of Divine Mercy. And so, when Our Lady said in here a time of mercy, I did a quick search just to see what was it that Our Lady has said in her messages in these past almost 38 years about mercy. And the interesting thing that I found is that Our Lady has never said a time of mercy. She has talked about God's mercy, she's talked about how we are to be merciful. But to put it in a time that we are in a time of mercy, this is the first time in almost 38 years that she made a statement like that. And so I I just would like you to comment on that because that really kind of surprised me when I realized that.
1: Well, we're in a moment now that I would say more mercy has ever had in the world because it needs it. It needs more forgiveness than it's ever had. Well, the first century Christians, after crucifixion, did they get mercy? Yes, if they repented. And throughout the centuries they needed that. But what's the difference now is we have prodigies that literally take over our thought processes, controls our whole day. You try to dictate the day instead of let the day dictate to you. There are so many things in the hands of the devil that can distract you, stop your prayer, tantalize you. Everybody's played with a kitten. And you're trying to get it to come to you. And on the way to you, just 10 feet, a little bug jumps up. And he gets distracted and he goes over there. The devil's doing this. Our attention span is so low now that anything can distract us immediately. And a lady said it. You're attracted by false glitter. You know, it's kind of shiny. And you're chasing it around. You're following it. And it dictates to you throughout the day. A lady's doing everything possible to reach us. So this statement, a time of mercy, is necessary that we have more mercy than the previous Christians that lived before us. Because they didn't live in this situation. They didn't have these kinds of things in front of us that we think were good. And somebody just write to me that I know well, speaking about some people in the Megagoria, that they think they're good, but they're not. Because they don't even know how to explain the messages. They're not even showing how to talk about the messages. They're mentioning things in a way that's completely off base about the messages. We have these situations not from one day to the next or the hour to the next hour or the minute to the minute. Every second, we are bombarded. And because of that, it clouds our discernment. It programs us to think the wrong way. And the only way you can really clear these things is get out in nature Get to the soil, break from these things, and you'll be surprised at the perspective because you're looking at a tree from one quarter section all the time and you're missing three quarters of it. So you don't have a full perspective. How does that come to where you're asking about this question? Is I think it's an absolute necessity that we have the most generous mercy in the history of the church right now. Right now. Because we're not getting it from the puppets. We're not getting it from the culture. We're not getting it from our occupations. When we're based in agriculture and a grainway life, God speaks to us throughout the day. We don't have that. And so we are granted a mercy. And I understand that. Why would Sister Faustina have this in the 40s? Let it mature decade after decade, 50s, 60s, 70s, the 80s, the 90s, to get to this point. That it's part of Medjugorje. It's part of the plan. Our Lady says that This is a time of mercy, a time of divine mercy. This is important, and it's a big, big statement. Why? Because we're in a period of, like, what you might want to say, ashes and snow. You got snow, you got ashes. You got the flame burning down everything, and then you got the coal putting it out. And Satan is fire. He wants to burn down everything. Our Lady said hatred. And she said, the devil, again, I want to reemphasize that. You don't hear her talk like that. She emphasizes the name, the devil. She's the one in the wind. She comes in the coup. She said in her message, I come in the wind. And you know what she said in that message? When it's cold. That's part of the message. So we have Satan with the ashes. And we have the snow. Do you realize that the largest church ever built for the Virgin Mary is the Basilica of St. Mary's Majors. And did you know it happened on August 5th in the summertime? It snowed, and it was just one part of Rome. The Pope found out about it. There was more to the story. They mark out a place where the snow is, in this one spot, and they built the biggest basilica ever. And so the feast day of August 5th It's called Our Lady of the Snows. But we have another church that was built for Our Lady, a great famous church, Notre Dame in Paris. And so you have the ashes and you have the snow. Both these things put together are speaking to us. Our Lady said, God wants to speak to you. Those who never left Our Lady represents by the snow. I come in the wind when it's cold. Others who rejected Our Lady. The eldest daughter of the church rejected Our Lady, France. And many have followed that. And that's the ashes. And that says something to us. That speaks to us. It's very, very profound. Our Lady speaks to us through these stories. She wants us to grasp the significance of all these events that's happening with Notre Dame and Our Lady of the Snows and many other things. There's a light
3: but you could never see through the shadows. There was a time I thought maybe we'd fill up this hollow, but you were like a flame burning down, I was like the cold that puts you out. Never find our common ground You never knew Cold to put you out, oh, we can live-
1: You were like a flame burning down. I was like the coal that put you out. We could never find common ground. The messages and all the separation is a unifying common ground everyone can meet on. And that's the future. Many of those who are enemies to what we do today will be with us later. Many others won't, because not everybody will convert. But there's something beautiful in what our Lady gives to us. Through these words of hers, they give us the joy of a witness that we can be proud of, that we have resurrected in him, which will result in many people changing.
2: Another line that Our Lady said in this message that kind of stuck out to me was that, when she said, be proud that you have resurrected in him. And especially in the spiritual life, the word pride or proud is is not necessarily a positive thing. But Our Lady, just a year ago, on March 25th, she said, be proud that you are baptized. And then here she says, be proud that you have resurrected in him. Just a comment on Our Lady, how she says that, to be proud. How do you be proud in a spiritual way, in a positive way?
1: Well, first of all, I think I need to address it, that many people are a little bit ashamed of being Christian or even Catholic for what's happening in the Catholic Church. I had a Protestant minister recently tell me, hey, it's just as much in the Protestant Church as it is in the Catholic Church. It's in Christendom. We've had heresies in the past, just as bad. And even this situation, I think it was eleventh century. It's bad, yes. And many people want to be quiet, or they may be ashamed of it. Alai says, be proud. Be proud that you're baptized. A Christian. We don't have to be ashamed of these things. We got a church that we belong to that is exposing the evil in it to purge it out. This is a good thing. That's what i is here for. Where did this break? Throughout the whole world, all this abominable garbage in the priesthood and in the church and all the things that's happened, where did it break? Boston, Massachusetts. That's a big thing. That's astounding. This is incredible. One little speck on the earth, that one little city. Many cities across the world are bigger. Why did it happen there? Because Yvonne lives there, and Yvonne has apparitions with Our Lady every single day. And it broke from there because Our Lady and that's not going to stand on the same ground. Our Lady said, expose evil. Is that not astounding to you? I'm proud of that. It broke there. It shows that she's here to break the serpent's head. She started purging it at that point. That's a big thing. Think about this. Reflect about what you're part of. Our lady said, April 20th, 1985, you must be humble in what you are proud of, and you should be proud of what you are humble in. Beautiful words, powerful words, incredible words. And it's funny you brought this question up when I quoted the exact thing you were speaking about our lady lays out even what we do in the program this is not prescripted. we get things together we get a few songs and we go for it and so we learn things as we talk about it so there's a lot of shame that they like to place on us especially as christians and just like this chris murphy girl medjugorje is the name of a demonic spirit this is the worst demon worshipping i have ever seen shame on all of you for spreading this around I am proud to spread it around. No shame I take. I don't accept any of it. I'm proud of it. You can shame me. You can say we're the demons. You can say whatever you want to. But we're walking with someone who we know is here to change the direction of the world. And all those who want to wait or reject, I'll wait. We'll see what's going to happen. Then we'll decide is what Our Lady said August 25th, 1997. Now, dear children, you don't understand, but soon will come a time when you will lament for these messages. I proclaim this everywhere I go, everywhere I talk, I bring around to Medjugorje. I don't get a deep conversation sometimes, but I introduce them to Our Lady. I give them a special blessing when I walk away. So all this that we are witnessing should speak to us when she says, this is a time of grace. We saw this broke because of our lady. I can tell you anywhere in the world, this could have broken because it was all over the place, but it was in Boston that it happened. We are witnesses to heaven acting. It had to happen because our lady was there. And yet a time of mercy for each of you, even those people in the church who are wicked, who are very bad. And that's why we're not to judge. Our lady repeatedly says, don't judge your shepherds. Everything's coming to a point. Everything's coming to a peak. And we will win because our lady said, my heart will triumph. She's here for that. So all these things from Washington to your family, where peacelessness and disorder is taking place, is not any place that doesn't experience this on the face of the earth today. Why? Because the devil, she says, wants peacelessness and disorder. And the fact that she said the devil less than 10 times in 37 years of apparitions, and she says over 100 times, Satan tells us something that she wants you to understand. The devil exists. When Yako saw the devil and Vizca saw the devil, she told the visionaries that he exists. God exists and the devil exists. We just call it evil. Nobody is talking about that there's a side out there represented by the devil. The devil has them under control. And they're on a road that's going nowhere. Many people are in physical prisons. Many people who are not physically jailed are in prison with their own mentalities and what they're doing. They're going nowhere. The road up ahead means nothing, they have no future. You have to realize that he says, I've got a plan, January 25th, 1987, a great plan for the salvation of the world. Why? Because the devil has his century, and he's had a plan for 100 years, and we're seeing it play out. We're seeing it peak out right now. The writing's on the wall. Oh, you have to look at that. You want to rewind the last century, where we've come, how we've arrived at this point, and now What they've done, they've exposed themselves. They're completely naked. They don't even care that you know what they're doing. And so many people have things in them that means nothing to them. They become invisible. They see they just disappeared off the face of the earth. There's nothing in their lives that's meaningful because they've lost everything. The road they've been on is worn out. There's nothing in their hearts And there's hundreds of millions of people out there that would rather be anywhere but where they are. And that's a tragedy. To have in your heart, I'd rather be anywhere than here. i uh-huh. I thank God that he called me when he called me to do what I'm doing now. And if you're reluctant and you've been procrastinating, completely embracing the changes you need to make, the fruit that comes from it will be worth it. Yes, it's a bitter path. And I had to give up many things, I had to change many things in my life. Those in the community had to do the same thing when they came here. But we're going nowhere. The whole world's going nowhere at this point. And I can say before this time, coming embracing what I'm doing now and what we live, that we live in the message that has brought a lot of fruit into our life. And we don't feel like that this road's going nowhere. We walk paths here. We walk the roads to the rosary. And we know where it goes. And it ends up, it's not a road going nowhere, as the song said. And looking back before Medjugorje, I would say now, I'd rather be anywhere but here back then. But there's no other place I would want to be than here now. All the things we said pre-Medjugorje was useless in the way that we lived in the world. We live it now. What do we live? The messages. And if you can say, I live it, then you'll see joys, consolations, beautiful things, simple things. Just being in the studio tonight, I was going through 25 to 30 songs that was narrowed down that I could pick from, tying to the message. And my granddaughter, Victoria, is coming down the hallway toward the studio. There's doors open while the music's playing. She heard the music, one of the songs, which was not going to be one of the songs I played tonight, but I'm going to end it tonight with that song because she was still 30, 40 feet from the studio heard the song, and was dancing all the way down the hall. So we're playing this for Victoria and the kids because what's going to happen with this song, when they hear it, they got stick horses. They're 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. They ride those through the auditoriums. They put chairs out. They put jumps. They pretend they're horses. And this is their play. And this will be a song that they're going to immediately grab because just of the beat of it, the sound of it, and what it's about. But it's about life, and it's about the messages because we live it.
4: We got these trucks, we got these and got a little town home, homegrown, tangled up in our roots. We got these fields, we got this square. Got that come around here one time a year. County fair. We got that blue wrapped around our calf. We got them way, we way, raise weights, just something in the water. We're all about these washed out arts, wrapped bag in the pies, all about them long. neck paychecks, ran right around quitting time when it comes to soul. The floor, put the pedal to the floor, and we live it, we got these songs, we live out loud, from the Sunday morning pews to the Friday night crowds, we're all about these washed The floor, put the pedal to the floor and we floor.
1: you kids in the community we know we'll hear this song a hundred times this next week so get ready with your stick horses and your rear horses and let it go just like Victoria did dancing all the way down the hallway and we wish for you out there to have the same things but you have to work for it and it's beautiful when it happens and bring great joys And love. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.
0: This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Mejigoria. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact
1: Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.